It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It's the Opposition Research Podcast on HawkeyeNation.com. And welcome to the Opposition Research Podcast here on HawkeyeNation.com. My name is Andrew Downs. Each week I'll find a beat reporter, blogger, or broadcaster that covers Iowa's upcoming opponent. If you have a suggestion for who I should talk to in a given week, or if you have questions you'd like me to ask, you can find me on Twitter at Andrew C. Downs. Let's get to this week's game. Iowa travels to Maryland. The Terrapins are 4-0 and just outside the top 25, looking to claim a big win over the top five Hawkeyes on Friday night. Iowa currently a three-and-a-half point favorite. My guest today covers the Terps for the Baltimore Sun. It's Ryan McFadden. Ryan, thank you for the time. No problem. Thanks for having me. You know, every Big Ten game feels like a big game, especially while the team remains unbeaten. But this one does feel a little bit bit different. From afar here in Iowa, it seems like Maryland has this one circled. You know, you had the blackout. It's Friday night and a chance to really kind of make a statement against the top five Iowa team, especially before you go into Columbus next week. What's the buzz been like this week for this game within the Maryland program and within the, the Terp fan base? Well, I'll tell you something um, uh, first. Maryland's treating this like any normal game. Uh, they're not going. They're not trying to add any additional pressure to themselves heading into Friday night. But it's like when you, if you've been following this program for a while, this is one of the biggest games. I would say in years that this program's had, and arguably the biggest game in the Mike Loxley era, era since he took over in 2019. Uh, Maryland's coming in 4-0, first time in 2016. A victory here would give them their first victory over a top 10 opponent since 2007. Uh, I wrote about that uh, today. And last time Maryland had a victory was against number eight Boston College. And that's when Toby McGuire was still Spider-Man. So um, (laughs) that gives you a sense of how long it's been since Maryland has had a victory over a top 10 opponent. But not only that, it's more of Michael Oxley came in here with the goal of changing his culture. He came in here... like in a, in a more of a rebuilding phase for this program. And in year three, um, this is like basically the point where they want to see the changes. He said that at the beginning of the year that he wants to see the changes in the program in year three. No more excuses. Um, they know they had a talented play, and this is the year they want to, um, you know, take it to the next level. And so far through four games they've had, um, but to me, they need a statement victory. They need something to, to show the country that, hey, this is 
we're we're taking that next step, and we're here to compete in the Big Ten. And I think Friday night provides that opportunity. Yeah, it absolutely does. This is a, a big spot for everybody. Let's take a look at the game itself, Ryan. We we here in Iowa obviously know about Talia Tagovailoa, and I'm sorry if I butchered that name. Uh, we've heard about the high-powered offense, which boasts a couple of NFL prospects at, at wide receiver. Um, who should, maybe other than the obvious names, who should Hawkeye fans be keeping an eye on when the Terrapins have the ball tomorrow night? Uh, you, you touched on a lot of the bases. You talk about Talia. You talk about um, uh, Dante Zemus Jr. Uh, you got sophomore Rakim Jarrett. Those two guys are lead that dynamic receiving corps that, that Maryland um, has received high, a lot of praise for. But you got to look at the offensive line. Um, the offensive line has done a tremendous uh, with guys like Jalen Duncan, Spencer Anderson. Those guys have done a, a tremendous job of protecting Tonga Valoa to allow him to be the guy he is so far this season. Um, so that's one thing you have to look at. You got uh, a talented running back in Tayon Fleet Davis. Uh, for the last few years, he's played under Jake Funk, um, Anthony McFarland, Javon Leak, and now this is basically his time to take over that lead lead running back position. And he's done a, a, a solid job in doing so. Not only he's a solid at running the football, but he can also make plays as a pass catcher as well. Uh, on the defensive side, I, they they have done a solid job up front. I believe they're in the top five in the country in, in sacks with 16. Uh, defensive lineman Sam O'Conquo has been a force, um, has been a force up there. Uh, like he's, he's, he goes through the offensive line quickly. Um, that's one guy you got to keep a look at. And then the secondary, safety Nick Cross, uh, he's done a tremendous job so far this year. And it's funny with Nick, he's only played football for six years. He only started when he was in high school. Uh, he first started football when he, was in, when he got to high school. And when you look at him, he looks like he's been playing for a, for a long time. Uh, you got Jacorian Bennett, Tarheep Steele. Tarheep still had a really a good impact as a freshman last year, and that's only continued this year. And Jacorian Bennett, uh, that's another guy. He's like one of he's up there in the nation in terms of pass breakups. Um, they play a lot of man. They play a lot of man coverage, and that helped. I'm sorry about that. Um, <laughs> You're good. They, they play a lot of man coverage, and and they and that's also helped with in generating the turnovers. But like I said, um, it all starts up front. Their defensive line puts a lot of pressure on the quarterback uh, when you look at the recent games, and that's what also led to the the uptick of interceptions that. Um, this season compared to last year. That's that's really good stuff, man. Thank you for for all those names. You know, people to look out for. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Uh, you know, we've we've kind of been looking at this as a, a matchup of strength versus strength, and that's Maryland's, again, their high-powered passing offense, uh, you know, 350 yards a game from Tagovailoa, all the touchdowns, the, the few interceptions, all that stuff. And then on the other side, you have Iowa's stingy pass defense, and they're, they're kind of ball hockey. They, they go after the ball, and they've really been able to kind of limit the big plays uh, of opposing offenses. I mean, it's been since 2018 that Iowa has given up more than 25 points in a game. Uh, 
so so it's strength on strength when it comes to that. Are there any other areas that that you think maybe uh, Maryland or Iowa, when you look at the Hawkeye perspective, has a a, a leg up and advantage? Where do you think uh, one team or the other can kind of exploit uh, the other with the most success? The crazy thing, when in terms of uh, the upper hand, when it comes to Maryland. They kind of beat themselves a little bit. Um, so, and that'll be something to watch out for Friday night. Maryland, uh, they commit a lot of commit a lot of penalties. Loxley has been talking about it since August, since like since during training camp, and it's a problem that's been going through. They had dealt with the first four weeks of the season. It's a lot of unnecessary penalties, like your false start, uh, roughing the passer, uh, penalties that like that. And for, when the competition Maryland has played. Like let's say your Howard, your Kent State, those two teams, those teams have not been able to take advantage of those errors. But a team like Iowa, uh, they can. And Maryland, they want to if they want to be a if they want to be competitive on Friday night, they gotta eliminate the unforced errors. They have the talent to to make this make Friday night a really tough um, tough matchup. But if you're down the stretch and you're committing those penalties, whether it's on offense or defense. That can add. That can either take the offense back or move Iowa's offense forward. That's going to hurt Maryland, and and this will be a test of that discipline tonight. And it'll be a test on how much those errors impact Maryland as well. Like I said, Maryland has not. They faced Howard. They faced Kent State. Um, Illinois was a pretty tough match. Was a pretty close game, but uh, they had. I think I will be the would give you a sense of how impactful those errors Maryland has committed are. And that could, honestly, that could be a difference maker um, on Friday night. Yeah, you know, that's really insightful because that has been the difference maker for Iowa in, in several games and really for two decades now under Kirk Ferentz. They tend to be the more disciplined team, the, the less penalized team, the team that makes the fewer mistakes. And when Iowa's able to play a game like that and put it all together and, and make you uh, pay for some of those mistakes on the other side, that's when Iowa can come out with uh, with some good wins. Another place that Iowa has had a leg up on, on its competition through four games this year has been special teams. Give us just kind of a quick uh, overview of the special teams unit. I mean, is Maryland strong in that? Are, are they a little weak? Is that an issue? Uh, where's Maryland at when it comes to special teams overall? Special teams, I would say, is more of a work in progress. If you ever like watch a few games, especially in the punt in the punt return, they do alternate a lot. So you see Tarheep still sometimes back there. Um, they have put uh, Jay Sean Jones uh, back there, so they alternate in terms of punt returns. They have like. They have made some mistakes there, like like muff. They've uh, muff um, fumbles. Um, they, they ha- it has not come back to haunt them a- as much, um, but they have not been too persistent in terms of special teams, and that's another area they have been trying to work on as well. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. There isn't a ton of history between these two teams, Ryan. Iowa making its first trip to College Park since 2014, and the teams haven't even played each other since 2018. Kind of one of these weird things in the East-West division of the Big Ten. What's your gauge on how the fan base, and maybe even those within the program, uh, what do they think about this this Hawkeye program? Oh, the, the, the pro, uh, they, they are expecting um, 
they're afraid, it's obviously they're expecting playing against one of the best teams in the conference. Uh, they look at it as an opportunity. Like Iowa's been a really a talented program for years, the number five right now, and Maryland's looking at that as an opportunity to like um, to make a name for themselves on the national spotlight. Uh, and that's and they understand the defense that Iowa has, and that's going to be a challenge. And they they really they respect that as well. But this fan base is excited for this game. Um, like I said, this is a really huge opportunity. The players know that, even though Loxley and the team doesn't want to treat it, um, give to treat it that way. They're trying to treat it as as normal as possible, going through their normal routine. But they understand like the magnitude of this game for this program, and and that and they have a lot of respect for the Iowa for that Iowa team, especially that defense. Um, and it's going to be an interesting matchup. It, it is, man. And, and that excitement and that respect is mutual. I'll tell you that. Uh, everybody here in Iowa has this game circled as well. Uh, this is a big spot on Friday night on a short week uh, going into a hostile environment and, and really for the Hawkeyes trying to prove that they're worthy of that number one ranking and, and kind of the, the expectations that the fan base has now put on them after this 4-0 start. You can follow him on Twitter. He is at Ryan McFadden underscore. And check out his work at the Baltimore Sun. He does a great job of covering the Terps and a bunch of other things. Ryan, enjoy the game tomorrow night and thank you so much for the time today thank you so much for having me all right well i like some of what i heard uh, i don't like some of what i've heard i'm 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 a little anxious about this game but i'm mostly excited about it i think it's going to be a fun time in college park maryland tomorrow night join myself and trent condon every thursday for the hawkeye nation radio show on kxno radio in des moines if you can't catch that uh, it'll be posted here on the podcast feed follow hawkeye nation for all your news notes and a lot more of fun stuff following the hawkeyes thank you so much for listening and go hawks <laughs>